Hey, what up, everyone? This is Paul with Canine Connections. So today's episode, I felt like, was kind of a an urgent episode, if you will, that need to be recorded. Um, with everything going on, as far as um, people getting scammed when they're trying to buy a dog, so that's what today's episode is going to be about: what to look for, or how to spot a scammer. That's what I'm going to title it. So, um, I got great feedback yesterday and today about the first episode. Um, I know I released it yesterday, so I'm doing another one today, but I'm definitely not going to do, do one every day, but it's, uh, Awesome to hear the feedback and sorry, the dogs are barking. So I was wondering what they're doing, but my client's here. I'm watching his dog for him. He came to visit him, but uh, yeah, so that's what today's episode is going to be about. And uh, hopefully we can prevent some people from getting scammed when they're trying to buy a puppy and just share my experiences. And I've had customers that bought a dog for me but before they got one for me they got scammed by someone so i think this will be a great episode and educational and hopefully we can prevent some people from getting scammed so thanks again everyone for listening to the first episode and thank you for all the support and feedback i greatly appreciate it and uh we'll talk to you soon all right, guys, so like I mentioned in the intro, today's episode is going to be about how to, how to, uh, how did I word it earlier? I had like a, <laughs> I had like a catch, um, a little catchy name or title, I should say, for uh, this episode. It was, and I was like, I was at church earlier and I was telling someone at church, they're telling me feedback about the first episode. By the way, hey, shout out to everyone that showed love. You know what I'm saying? Everyone that listened to the first episode that gave me feedback. I love you guys. You you guys are dope for real. Like this was a dream of mine. I've been waiting to do this. So to be able to do it and then like to be able to hear the feedback and everything from everyone, it's just like it's it's a dream come true and it's a blessing and I'm so grateful for it. Um, at, uh, I went to a men's breakfast on, um, Saturday and, uh, the theme of the conversation was taking initiative and it just really hit home with me because I was like, man, taking initiative. And they were referencing like, as far as like our walk with God, taking initiative, in our faith, you know, our life. And uh, I was like, man, that's deep, bro. And like, it applies to not just our walk with God or my walk with God specifically, but um, to multiple aspects of life, you know, business, um, our health, physical fitness, all, all of that, I feel like taking initiative, you could put that into all of those. So I'm taking the initiative by doing this podcast, by taking this, uh, t- having this episode 
And basically the episode is going to be about how to spot a scammer when you're buying a puppy. So I, I get asked this a lot. I talk to people. I mean, realistically, like probably like almost every day someone hits me up about a puppy and, and yo, I'm not flexing, bro. I, I, I got here eight and a half years of work. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm not flexing. I'm just saying almost every day, if not every day, someone hits me up about a puppy. And so every once in a while, <clears throat> I'll get that. Uh, Hold up. Let me get a little drink. <sighs> Refreshing. Every once in a while, I'll get someone that hits me up. And they'll be like, how do I know you're not a scammer? And uh, sometimes I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I don't know if it's my pride or my ego or both or whatever. But sometimes I'm like, I take it personal. You know, I'm like, blah, blah, blah. I've been doing this. I put everything in. And uh, but now I try and I I try and take like the, the humble approach and you know, remind myself, like, there's so many scammers out there these days, like, there's so many people like, all right, let me tell story time, story time. So I had a client, um, she hit me up about a dog. And I'm sure if she listens to this episode, she'll know. (laughs) She'll know who I'm talking about. But hey, I'm not trying to put no one on blast. You feel me? I'm just being real right now. I'm just sharing a story. So she had hit me up. Uh, Long story short, I used a stud. So the puppies were a little bit more expensive than what my usual puppies are. I I sell puppies, my Corso puppies, the Kane Corso pups, um, 2,000 with no breeding rights, 3,000 with breeding rights. So this litter I was selling for 3,500 because I used a stud, I paid 5,000. So it was, you know, I had to make, I had to bump it up a little bit more, you know, since it wasn't like one of my studs, there was a lot that went into it. A lot of money was invested. So they were a thousand dollars, you know, a thousand dollars more, or, you know, 500 more if you're getting breeding rights, whatever. So she was like, she had hit me up and then, uh, She's like, oh, I'm talking to another breeder, you know, la, la, la. So I was like, all right, well, you know, um, if you have any other questions or anything, let me know. And uh, I talked to her husband. And uh, he's a truck driver. And. Sorry, I'm extra thirsty today. It's like a freaking 106 in Arizona. Y'all pray for us in this heat. Anyways. So back to story time. Um, What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, the client. Okay. So sorry, my brain like is constantly just like, like right now, the dog's barking. And I could tell which dog's barking by their bark. I know my dogs. It's midnight barking. And so I was listening to her barking to determine what situation was potentially going on outside if I needed to run out there and make sure everything's cool. But, uh, so yeah, back to the story. So I talked to her husband, her husband's a truck driver. 
Shout out to all the truck drivers out there. My dad's a truck driver. Grew up around trucks. Love love trucks. I respect the hustle and the grind. It's honestly, I don't know if I'm built for the truck driver life. It's a lot. I deliver puppies across the country for my clients. As as long as you break bread like Jesus said, you feel me? Um, <laughs> I'll... I learned that one in jail, by the way. Someone asked me, they said, yo, could you um, give me another Limel sack? And I was like, bro, I'm going to get in trouble. Like the DO, which is a detention officer, I'm like, he told me to give one Limel sack per person. And he's like, come on, bro, break bread like Jesus said. And I was like, oh, bro. I'm like, that's a good one. I'm about to I'm about to steal that one and, and use that one. But uh, so the client calls me the husband calls me because the wife was the first one i talked to and she didn't like my prices she said she had found someone cheaper so the husband calls me him and i we just kind of clicked cool guy and uh, we were chopping it up for uh, i don't know probably like at least an hour and i answered all his questions and i was you know explaining everything to him so long story short the wife is like why would i get a dog from paul when I could get this dog for like way cheaper, right? So she's like, I, I put a deposit down on this on this other dog. And uh I think what did she say? Like they wanted like a thousand or like eight hundred or something for the dog. It was like stupid cheap. So she sent him a five hundred dollar deposit. And then uh, she asked if she could FaceTime. And they were like, nah, you know, we can't FaceTime. She's like, all right, well, send me more pictures and videos of the puppy. I'm showing my husband, blah, blah, blah. So she sent pictures, but then it was like different pictures from the ones that she sent earlier. And she was like, oh, yeah, but this is the same puppy. And it was like different like completely different puppy and like the scenery looked different, all of that. So she was like, well, let me, you know, call you or whatever. So she, excuse me, she tried to call and then um, the lady or the man, whoever just uh, forwarded the call to voicemail and then ended up blocking her. And it turned out to be a scam and she got got for 500 bucks. So she ended up coming back to me and buying a puppy and i i felt bad for her so i ended up giving her 500 dollars off but the whole point of this story is to say that there was multiple red flags in this situation the first red flag was their english was broken and my english is kind of broken too to just just to be honest like my grammar sucks like i mentioned in the last episode so like i'm not judging at all uh not throwing shade at all because you know i'm part of that but like what i mean by that is like the english was broken was they were like using um different like the words that they were using and saying just like weren't making sense. You know what I mean? Like it was like that word doesn't fit in that sentence. You know, like it's like not like not only was it like not good grammar, proper like English grammar or whatever, but it was like 
just like the totally like the wrong word. So that's the first red flag. Um, second red flag is if you ask to FaceTime them and they don't face and they say that they can't FaceTime, that's a big red flag. What I always tell people is ask the person that you're buying a dog from just straight up ask them like, hey, can I come over? Can I, I, I want to meet the puppy in person if possible. Sometimes, obviously, it's not possible. But, you know, if it is, you know, go over there in person. Ask to see the parents. Ask to see the puppy in person before you send any money. Because I don't like to have just random Joe Schmoes coming over to my house all the time. You know, don't get it twisted. I, I, I personally... Sorry, I was thirsty. Um, I personally, like, my house is my sanctuary. So, I really don't like random, you know, people just coming over. So, I try not to, like, just let random Joe Schmoes come over unless it's, like, you know, they're serious about buying a puppy or looking at the puppies or whatever. But, like, if you can't, first of all, FaceTime or you can't come and look at the puppies in the purse in person that's a red flag and also ask a lot of questions like really just like if it's a quality breeder they're going to answer all of your questions and they're going to take pride in the fact that you're answering questions because to me when someone asks questions that shows that they care they want to make an informed purchase and decision. So that's what I personally want and seek in a client. It's someone that knows what they want. They're informed. They've done their research. It's not like a last minute like, oh my gosh, I seen a Kane Corso on TikTok. I want to freaking buy one of those. They look badass. Like, no, that's not the customer that I, as a responsible breeder, I try to be as responsible. I'm not perfect, of course, but... I genuinely love the Kane Corsos and I love my dog specifically. And I want all my puppies to go to good homes. You know, um, if someone can't take a dog of mine, I'll take them back anytime. No questions asked. If they got the dog from me, I'll take them back. I've done it several times. I believe that that's what a responsible breeder should do. But, you know, it's back to the point is red flags what to look out for when you're buying a puppy so number one if the english is broken number two if they refuse to facetime you or allow you to come in person uh number three if they don't answer all of your questions um if they're not willing to talk on the phone for an extended period of time and answer all your questions that's a big red flag number four i would say um, ask them, Hey, what's up? Do you have a contract? Um, I would like to see your contract. You know, do you offer a health guarantee? Um, is the deposit refundable, non-refundable? Most breeders deposits are non-refundable. However, me personally, uh, my deposits non-refundable, but if for whatever reason you can't get the puppy, then you can at least transfer that deposit to another litter. So it's not like a total loss, you know.
Sorry, taking another drink of my coffee. <clears throat> so ask them if they have a contract. And then uh, also ask them if they have a website. Uh, that's number five, I believe. And then also like ask them if they have references or like if there's reviews like me personally, I have a Google account. So there's reviews. People can write reviews like there's ways to verify that like I've sold puppies before people bought puppies from me, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then also like ask them. Um, this is like a real this one. Yo, hey, this one right here. I should be charging you guys right now for this little little diamond I'm about to drop on you. Ask them if they have an LLC. Ask them what's the name of their LLC. Now, the reason why I say that is it's 2023. So you you probably are listening to this on your smartphone, your tablet, your computer, something that has the internet. So all you have to do is Google that LLC. And if it doesn't match up with the name that is on Facebook, for example, or Instagram or whatever, if that first and last name doesn't match up with the name on the LLC, whoever created the LLC or registered it, then that's how you know right then and there, like, okay, something's fishy. Something's not adding up. You know what I mean? So guys, I hope that this helped you out. I feel bad, honestly, like there's so many people, especially on Facebook, like in the Facebook groups and stuff, there's so many people that are like scamming people and, and honestly, like another thing, the, another rule I'll say, like number seven, if you will, number six, whatever it is, is if it seems too good to be true, it's probably too freaking good to be true. Okay. You're not going to get a quality dog for you know freaking next to nothing $500 $800 it costs thousands of dollars to get a quality dog so if they had to pay several thousands of dollars obviously you got to buy a male and a female to have puppies they're not going to just give the dog away for $100 hundreds of dollars like that's just a common freaking thing be diligent back to what i was saying take initiative do your research look into who you're buying a dog from and also ask them hey god forbid something happens and i'm not able to take care of the dog are you able what's your policy will you take the dog back if they're if they don't stand behind their dogs if they won't take the dog back don't buy a dog from them that's not a good breeder a good breeder will take back any dog that they produce, no questions asked. That is a major red flag right there. Like, do you guys, as breeders and as customers, as clients, we both need to do our part to make sure that we're not only finding quality customers, but also if you're a customer, you're dealing with quality breeders. Because if you keep supporting these shitty backyard breeders, they don't stand behind their dogs. They don't care about you. They don't care about nothing. Once they get that money, they don't answer the phone no more. If you deal with those types of breeders and you buy from them, then shame on you. That's your fault. We got to do better. 
as people, as breeders, as people that buy dogs, we got to do our part. We got to do our due, due diligence. We got to take initiative and make sure that we're buying from responsible breeders and we're selling to responsible customers. If this person doesn't have the money to buy the dog, guess what? They don't have money to take care of them. It's that simple. It's not rocket science. It's literally despicable and disgusting how many people, how many dogs I see right now that are are freaking in pounds, shelters, rescues. By the way, shout out to all the rescues out there. I appreciate you guys. I genuinely feel like there's a need for solid breeders and solid rescues. So all the people that are like, adopt, don't shop, or you know, buy from breeders, don't adopt, but like y'all are stupid. We need to come together for for the dogs. There's a need for people that breed dogs that are responsible, and there's a need for responsible rescues. You can't like there there's a need for both. So that's why I'm trying to do both, honestly. Like one day I would love to start a rescue. And uh, maybe when I get my 40 acres in northern Arizona outside of Seligman, I'll start my rescue. But uh, that's on my bucket list for sure, too. And I want to provide. I want to start the rescue. And, hey, I'm speaking into existence right now. Let's see. Let me look at my phone. 841 Sunday, June 25th. I'm recording this episode. I'm speaking into existence. Y'all hold me accountable. I'm going to start a 5013C. I'm going to provide Cane Corsos, Frenchies. I'm going to pr- provide dogs to veterans and felons and help them incorporate them into their lives and give them a why and a purpose outside of, you know, staying out of jail or if they're getting out of war or whatever. I genuinely believe and feel that these dogs have a magical um, capability to help people like PTSD or, you know, whether you just got out of the military or you just got out of jail or whatever. I feel like the dogs can really help people. Like when I'm having a rough day, my dogs know it. Like they show me extra love. They're extra personable. Like they know when I'm mad. They know when I'm sad. Like it's the best thing ever. Like I said last episode, I really couldn't imagine my life without my dogs. I would do anything for them. Literally anything. So uh, that's the episode, guys. Um, Let me know what you think. Like, subscribe, review. As of now, um, we are on Spotify. Right now, I'm trying to figure out, um, for some reason, Apple Podcasts. I keep having issues with updating my logo. So they won't let me publish my first episode on Apple Podcasts until I get the logo uploaded. And they say that it has to be a 3,000 by 3,000 PNG or a JPEG. So if anyone out there knows how to turn my logo into a 3,000 JPEG or a PNG, holla at your boy. Let me know because this is really frustrating. I'm I'm like, damn, dude, I want it to be on Apple Podcasts because honestly, me personally, the only podcast I listen to on Spotify And by the way, I'm using Spotify to record this episode, so shout out to Spotify. But the only things I listen to on Spotify is Joe Rogan Experience and um, what's it called? Uh, Breaking Points with Crystal and Sager. One of the few news things that I listen to. I subscribe to their thing. 
it's like 10 bucks a month or something. And uh, I listen to them on Spotify. That's it. I don't listen to no other podcasts on Spotify. I I use Apple Podcasts. Um, I don't know. I just like it better. So as of now, uh, bear with us. We're only on Spotify, but soon we're going to be on Apple Podcasts as well. And then, like I mentioned, um, I bought a stand, a tripod. So I want to start recording this episode as well. But also to just to be honest, um, I want to like come up with like, I don't know, maybe a green screen or like put my logo up in the background so you just don't see my dusty ass wall. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just think it's like kind of tacky looking right now. If I was to do like video podcasts as well, it just looks kind of ghetto. You just like see me with my headphones on and the microphone and then like my wall in the background that's about it but i don't know we'll see um we're focusing on audio right now and then uh as time goes on we'll start doing video as well because i know some people they like to uh watch video so we're gonna like i said in the first episode i'm gonna create an instagram account i'm gonna make a website i'm gonna make a youtube page and then uh, that way we can, you know, you guys are able to Google me and find find all this content and podcasts easily. And then also I want to like create like clips and stuff from like each episode and upload it um, onto our Instagram and YouTube. And but yeah, I, I got so much positive feedback. I'm so grateful for you guys. Uh, thank you so much for all the feedback and thank you for listening Thank you for sharing. I love you guys. Uh, This wouldn't be possible without the support and love of you guys. And like I said, this is something that I'm passionate about. I love dogs. I love canines, all types, even though the best, in my opinion, is Connie Corso. I still love hella dogs. Like dogs are amazing. Dogs are dope. I love different breeds. I'm fascinated by the different breeds and personalities and character traits. So... Thank you uh, for tuning in. Like I said, like, subscribe, share with a friend, a family member, tell them about K9 Connections. And uh, yeah, hopefully this guy, this episode, guys, provided some value for you and you're able to learn. And hopefully uh, we stop some people, prevent some people from getting scammed because it's really becoming a popular thing, especially on Facebook and, and in the Facebook groups, but Instagram as well. But it's since like, the internet and social media is growing. Um, the scams are increasing so much. So hopefully all this information helped you guys and you, and you were able to learn and realize like, okay, this is what I should look for. So I should not look for if this isn't, you know, if they don't do this, this, and this, I'm not going to get a dog from them. It's that simple. There's lots of breeders out there, lots of good breeders. So, or you could even adopt one, you know, there's lots of options out there so don't rush into nothing and make sure you do your due diligence and your research on who you're getting a dog from who you're adopting a dog from you know and also for all my breeders out there make sure you're paying attention to who you're selling a dog to if these dumbasses excuse my language don't know what they're getting into they didn't do research on the breed then don't sell them a dog like, come on, let's go. We're literally ruining the Cane Corso. Like, this is, 
it's going to become the next pit bull the way it's going. It's fucking terrible. Like, it pisses me off. It's so much. That's why I got into Frenchies four years ago. So I could be super selective and have less Corso litters. So then I can have more Frenchie litters to keep everything afloat and then still be able to make a living from breeding dogs and spend the day with my dogs, serving my dogs. And then I could be more selective on who gets Corso puppy from me because there's so many people that honestly should, just shouldn't have a Corso. Um, they didn't do the research. They're not willing to dedicate the time, energy, effort, and resources to take care of them. And it's despicable. So let's do better. Let's be better. Let's take initiative like I was talking about in the beginning of the episode. I love you guys. Thank you so much for your support. I hope you enjoyed this. Like, share, subscribe. And until next time, see y'all later. Love you. Be safe. Peace.